welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good morning and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in almost sunny Seattle. And so as you, as those of you who have listened to the show know, one of my jobs at the beginning of the hour is to help you to become present. So that's why I always talk about the weather. But today maybe you could just, we could do a little change up and maybe you could just start to feel your feet. I know that sounds interesting, but physically feel your feet. Like I'm wearing sandals. They're brand new, so they're a little uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Let's see, you got on camera. Oh, really? oh, wait, let's. I was wondering where the camera was. No, no, go down. Go down. Okay, it. just hold it up. Hold it up. I can try to get a little angle <laughs> okay. there. A little more, a little. Ah, oh, there we go. All Yay! right. Okay. Okay. I wasn't planning on doing okay, that. Now, yeah. if you guys want to check it out, go to 1150kkw.com <laughs> for the archive. You will see the pretty little. Kind feet. of soft. Her pink. little feet, her little feet. I don't have little feet. I have size 10 feet. Well, I was trying to be nice, but now <laughs> everybody knows. No, but actually, it's great to have size 10 feet. Oh, really? Yeah, because they don't sell those very often, so you usually can find them on sale. So you sale. have a chance to get yeah. some. Yeah. Right. Nine and a half to 10. My daughter, Mariam, wears the same size. So, of course, she wears like stiletto heels, so we can never really trade shoes. But um, so you guys probably score at the rack. We score at, at the, the rack. rack. That's my. That's where I got these I shoes. I told you I love shoe shopping with you. Now <laughs> it's a whole new world. Okay, if... I know, but we just don't have the same schedule. Oh, I'll make it happen. <laughs> okay, we're gonna be in the same aisle too. I'll be over in the thirteen because it's very close. Really? Well, only because a women's size two. at the largest is about my size at the right. top. Right. So oh, I, so we'll be in the same aisles, but just I've across. actually perused <laughs> down as you should because they have different colors oh. in the same style of shoe that I like. See. Don't That's, everybody tell it. I should be looking it's at my secret though. It's my tennis secret. shoes because I like their colors, but I really don't like to wear pink and purple tennis shoes. Yeah. So I need some gray and blue. It's outside the box. Okay, back to feeling your feet. Sorry. No, no, I love it. I love it. I love it. So what what you want to do is just let yourself become aware of what's on your feet. If you have something on your feet, and if you don't have something on your feet, maybe you can feel the carpet or the flooring or concrete if you happen to be walking outside on a path. But getting in your body, becoming present, means to feel certain parts of your body physically feel the sensations the nerve endings in your body let them pick up whatever it is that's around your feet that can help you to become present or of course what we talk about every time we're on the show is the weather it's a little overcast here in seattle remember don't move here because you know it's getting a little crowded and uh today benny's Answering the phone lines because Lisa is out of town, my assistant. So you just have to be a little bit patient when you're calling in. Uh, he's going to be running in between this studio, this lovely studio that has an amazing view of the mountains, into the soundproof booth where Lisa usually s- sits and she answers the phones. So I was just I'm explaining. Back, back, he's back. back. I was explaining I'm to back, our I'm audience <laughs> how hard you're working this morning, running back and forth. And I don't even know what, what your shoes look like. It's only three minutes into the show. <laughs> But yeah, and we usually get a lot of callers, and so Benny's going to get a workout. Did you already go to the gym this morning? Uh, no, I will oh. not need to now. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> good. good job. I'm good job. Out on the phones lately. What's up? <laughs> yeah. totally That's a good one. I like it. That's really great. Uh, we do have a one waiting. If you would like to yeah, jump on, yeah, let's just go for it. All right, we'll start things off with Nancy calling in from San Francisco. Hello, Nancy. Hi. Hi, Nancy. How are you? Just fine. We met in March, actually, Marie. Oh, were you at the NAT conference? No, no, I had a uh, oh, personal you... energy 
session with you. You came in from San Francisco where you were in Seattle and you yeah. had a session. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, it was great. Oh, and, good. But I'm calling that a friend. Okay. Um, he has some anxiety, and yeah. I put him in touch with Dr. Carbonell, having listened to your show. Did you happen to write into my newsletter about no, I this? Didn't. Okay. I, I talked to Dr. Carbonell, actually, to see if he has any contacts in Northern California. Oh, okay. So we're working that part, but I'm beginning to think there's more to it than that. I was wondering if Well, he, well here's the reason why I asked that question, because as soon as you started to mention your friend, because I, I just answered a whole bunch of newsletter questions, our newsletter will be out in a couple of, well, between now and a couple of weeks depending on how much downtime I have. And, and there was a woman who wrote in about a friend that she'd been trying to help. And I, although I appreciate everything that you're doing, I'm seeing the same thing that I saw when I wrote that article, and that is that maybe you have to not help so much. Yeah, well, I backed off. And again, I really don't know what to do at this point. I put him in touch with books and people, you know, and he's kind of backed off doctors. He because doctor. he's not really interested. He doesn't really want to get better. He doesn't see the problem as much as you do, even though he complains about it. He he, he just doesn't <laughs> really care. And, you know, I get, one of the things that happens in my office is friends and family members of people who are sick or have, you know, something serious going on in their life, they'll call and make an appointment for their friend. 90% yeah. of the time, those friends cancel their appointment or don't show up. So what we have a rule in the office that I don't think we used recently, um, is that it, the person who needs the appointment has to call and make the yeah. appointment. So so you need to fire yourself, and you need to just celebrate you and have fun with you and get your life going in the direction that you want it to be in. Because okay. this is a pattern I, of yours. And I had a sense of that, but again, really? it's worth checking because you know, anxiety is kind of a tough thing. Yeah, whatever. Lots and, of things are tough. And my brother has it, but you know, he has it in a different way, and I can help him. But this guy, you know, for some reason. I want you to stop helping people until your life is, ah. as soon as your <laughs> life is everything that you want it to be, then okay. you have permission to help other people. But I think it's in a, it's like an internal excuse that you've given yourself to, you know, kind of step away from your own magnificence to be able to, um, try to help other people who actually don't really want your help anyway. They say they do, but people who really yeah. want your help will pay for it. They'll thank you for it. They'll do what you suggest. Well, no, he's taking up my time. Um, I spent up eight hours a week, had been, and I just cut it off. Good. I eight hours a week talking to him. Yeah, no, you're fired. And he's talking, he always doing this complaining. He's really not trying to yeah, he doesn't do anything for Yeah, he just wants to be in the victim. That realization. Yeah, he <laughs> just wants, but good for you. That's gigantic. You're absolutely correct, and all he wants is to remain victimized. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, I think it's important for us to honor the choices that people make versus trying to fix their their problems. So, in other words, yes, you can see what's in his best interest, and you're absolutely correct. But I want you to honor exactly how he's approaching it, the choices that he's making, the fact that he's not really taking action. I want you to honor that and go, huh, cool, good for him. That's great. That somehow this is good for his journey. I don't really get it, but this is okay. So thank you, because, yeah, because I don't get it. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but yet I still knew enough to back off. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm proud of you. Good job. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, well, thank, thank you. you so much for calling. Have a great day in San Francisco. Yeah, thanks, Nancy, for joining us. 877-825-8828 is the number for the Marie Manu Cherry Show. I apologize in advance. Be patient, people. I'm doing the best. <laughs> He's running back and forth answering the phone. I do. I'm getting my workout, and I love it. It's just a little <laughs> bit of a delay. So don't hang up on me after, like, three or four rings. Keep it going, okay? I'm All doing right. it. I'm doing it. All great. right. Uh, let's do Tatiana. Tatiana is calling in from Seattle. Hello, Tatiana. Hello. Hi, Tatiana. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm really great. What can I do for you? 
Okay, so I have a question about relationships. I am young, happy, active, 33, and on a surface level, I feel really eager, ready to, like, jump into the, like, dating world. Get it, girl. Get it, girl. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But then, on, like, a deeper level, I feel like there's a major block, like. Yeah, you're terrified, by the way. I am terrified Terrified to let somebody in. Yeah, well. I don't know how to, I don't know how to approach it or fix it or something. Right. No, but first of all, I'm proud of you for knowing the underlying emotion. You're terrified to be in a long-term relationship. You're scared Uh because you have Uh this tendency to attract people who aren't as healthy as you or successful as you or as happy as you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you try to fix them kind of like our previous caller and you give them all this energy. And then, of course, because they're not at your vibration, they can't really help you. They think you're amazing Uh for a while until they get annoyed and frustrated or whatever the deal is, and then you just break up with them. So, uh-huh. so my dear, you have to allow yourself to attract someone who is of equal vibration as, as you. Okay. So here's your what if question. What if I easily receive amazing love? Oof. Yeah. Equally receive amazing love? Amazing love. Amazing love. Okay. And I like the word amazing because the brain doesn't really know exactly what that means, but of course it means everything fantastic. And, yeah. and when we're asking a what-if question, we kind of want to keep the brain locked out of trying to define it. That's why I don't think what-if questions should be too wordy. I think they should be somewhat simple and straightforward. So yeah. what if I easily receive amazing love? Did I say receive or attract? What did I say the first time? You said receive. Yeah, receive. That's what I want you to say. What if I easily receive amazing love? Okay. Okay. And then it's going to unwind part of your blocks and your negative belief systems. Because every time we use a positive what-if question, we start calibrating our subatomic particles to be in alignment with the vibration of the answer of that question. So every time you say that, you're going to start to, again, shift to get your, your training, your cellular memory, and your body, your subatomic particles to match the vibration of the answer, which is amazing. Ooh, Very I like powerful that. I tool. That. Probably the most powerful tool in my toolbox right now. Okay. Okay? All right. That's all right. amazing. Okay. Yeah. And, and keep <laughs> us posted. Biddy and I want to hear all about it. Yep, yep, yep. I love it. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. Have a great day. She's on the prowl. Oh. <laughs> She's going to get after that. <laughs> Remove that block and move forward. Right? Right? That's, right? That's yeah. So in the news, mm-hmm. I know which Benny doesn't really always want me to talk about. I'm okay. It's yeah. But it, I'm, it's not too political, actually. Okay. But I was just really surprised mm-hmm. when, well, I guess I shouldn't be surprised, but, you know, <laughs> in college campuses, there is, you know, problems with sexism mm-hmm. and sexual crimes. Mm-hmm. And a lot of universities have tried to solve this in-house, right? They have their own security guards and they have their own um, said it kind of mediation, which I think is kind of terrible. I think of a, if a student, a man or a female or, you know, uh, a male student complains of something like rape, like that's what happened at uh, Texas A&M. A woman last year complained that a athlete had actually raped her. And instead of them calling the police, uh, they suspended him for a little while, but he's back in, you know, swimming on the team and having a wonderful life. And Nothing really happened um, regarding this, and so the woman didn't feel very confident about the way the school handled the situation, and so she actually went public with another student who had complained about something years prior. So kind of fascinating. I think universities need to stop trying to solve what a crime. I think they should take that off their, their bucket list, actually, and report crimes or, you know, crimes, p- potential crimes, 
to police. It should be handled appropriately. Hello. It doesn't sound like that's because, there. Because if we have, exactly. If we have talented officers and investigators looking at something, if it's not a crime, then they're going to know. Right. So, yeah, Texas A&M, shame on you. Yeah. Shame on you. They kind of need to restructure some things around yeah. their uh, campus. And, Being uh, a little old school university. here. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's embarrassing. Please don't do that yeah. anymore. All right. Uh, 877-825-8828 is the number for the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We'll take Therese now calling it from Seattle. Hello, Therese. Hi. Hi, Therese. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Um, We're lovely. Are you lovely, Benny? Yeah, I am. Thank you very much for (laughs) responding for me. Yeah, what can I do for you? So I have kind of a two-part question um, about a relationship and also about intuition. Okay. Um, Let's start with the intuition one first. Well, so they're kind of related. Okay, great. the, the what my question I guess is so I started dating someone about a year ago. Uh-huh. Um, well, I guess yeah. So I started dating someone about a year ago. He lived in Seattle with me, and he about four months after we started dating, he had to move for work, like halfway across the world. Oh, okay. Um, and we he I had to move, in, like he had to move. Well, <laughs> you know, because that's question. really the question, right? He had to move. There was no other job. You know, this is like this job was so amazing. That if, if he didn't move, he would miss a phenomenal opportunity, right? That's what I mean, this situation was? Yeah, I think that is true. And it was also in the works before we met. Um, I said that kind of facetiously, by the way. I didn't oh. really say that. <laughs> I said it more like, really? Really? Because I'm sure it's a good job, but I didn't get, oh, you know what I mean? Okay. All right, but go ahead. Go ahead. Let's go with so this two-part I guess, question. So my question, getting to the intuition, is mm-hmm. so he didn't want to do long distance. I did. We weren't going to stay together. And for the last, like, you know, six, eight months or something, we've not really been dating, but we've, we're, we're having trouble letting go. Um, we're still, like, in each other's lives, but not in a committed way. I think you're having trouble letting go. <laughs> and I think that he's, I think he's a nice guy. He, you know, he moved halfway across the world. He said he did, was not interested in long-term relationships. You stayed right. in the game, even though you're only interested in him romantically. You're not interested in having him as your friend. In fact, it's too hard for you to have him mm-hmm. as a friend. So is he moving back? No. Okay, so you're done. Stop. So can I ask you a question, the intuition question? All right. So, I mean, I guess I know the answer now because I feel like part of the reason I've been having trouble letting go is I've... I felt this really, like, deep connection with him since the beginning. Yeah, whatever. Like we have deep him. connections with all kinds of people all the time. It doesn't mean that we should have a relationship with them. So, yeah, how, I guess I'm wondering, like, how you differentiate between, like, just kind of your emotions and your brain. Because I feel like I just, like, had almost, like, vision. what I felt like were visions, like, flashes of, like, well, first of all, in the future. Like, yeah, no, I, I don't. I mean, anything's possible, right? But until he moves back here or you move across the world, I think you should pretty much table that. And, okay. and so this is how you know is that if your intuition's on track, it's neutral. There's not feelings of desperation or loneliness or sorrow. It's very, very calm, number one. Uh-huh. And number two, when you're on the right track, everything works out. It just does, yeah. right? I, I've had two daughters date people long distance, and now they're getting married. In fact, my middle daughter, her and her fiancé drove back and forth from Texas to Oklahoma every weekend for about two years. That's so sweet. I know. Very crazy. I'm so glad they're finally living in the same house. In fact, I said to them, I go, guys, I'm getting a little nervous. Your immune systems are depleting. You guys are exhausted because they're professors. So they're working constantly. Good for you, And they're driving back. Yeah. I'm like, seriously, stop this. So so they finally figured things out. So things are not working out. This is not... 
a life partner path. When you meet the right person, everything works out. Even let's say if he were the right person and you met him and he moved across the country, things would have worked out. You would have gotten a better job someplace else. He Something would have happened within a, a relatively decent amount of time. And here's the other important part. This relationship does not heighten your vibration. It lowers your frequency. Mm, it makes yeah. you feel uncomfortable and sad and somewhat depressed. That is your hugest intuitive sign that this is not a partnership for you. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's good to know. All right. So please don't call him anymore. Leave him alone. Okay. Because he doesn't think of you in that way. Mm. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Great questions. You're welcome. Have a beautiful day. Yeah. And let us know how things kind of go out. Yeah. The next guy. We want to hear about Mm. the next guy. We want it to be happy vibrational energy. Obviously, someone who's like my youngest met someone in Washington, D.C., and at a at a bar, actually, you know, they're out. Well, sure. yeah, they're mm-hmm. young in their 20s or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, he lives here now. He moved here shortly after they met, got a job at Amazon. Now they live together and they're getting married next month. <laughs> actually, so I, exactly a month from today. We're oh, really? so excited. Yeah, well, July 14th, they're getting married. We're so excited for Kevin and Nina. It's going to awesome. be a beautiful wedding. Well, 877-825-8828 is the number here for the Remain Cherry Show. If you'd like to join us, 877-825-8828. Uh, we'll run up to a quick break and we'll be right back uh, with more from Marie. She got a shake a little something. Shake a little something. Ooh. Throwing that thing from left, right, side to side. She got to have a home money. Join Marie on November 3rd and 4th in Redmond, Washington for her two day seminar, Communicating Beyond the Veil. One of the greatest experiences Marie has had the pleasure of receiving is the ability to communicate with loved ones and spirit guides living on the other side. And this is a natural gift that everyone has. Over the years, Marie has helped clients and students learn the techniques necessary to achieve this valuable skill. In this workshop, you'll learn the dimensional realities that exist beyond Earth, how to know the difference between your own thoughts and communications coming from those living outside of Earth, how to maintain your human energy system in a vibrational flow that allows for higher self-connection, and how to hear, see, feel, or experience those living on the other side. For more information, go to energyintuitive.com. It's hard to keep track of all the health information that comes your way, but you still want to make the right decisions. Here's an easy one. Get tested for hepatitis C. It's a leading cause of liver cancer and often has no symptoms. People born from 1945 to 1965 are five times more likely to have hepatitis C. The good news is that now it can be cured. Talk with your doctor about getting a blood test for hepatitis C. Know for sure. A message from the CDC. The Marie Manucheri Show is streamed live over the internet. So if you have friends or family members living outside of the Seattle area, wanting answers to life's questions, encourage them to listen to the show and to call into the show to talk with Marie. If you are interested in receiving guidance on an issue in your life, call Marie locally at 425-373-5527 or toll free at 1-877-825-8828 for her insight into your situation. On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcome back Jody Levon, the happy medium, one of America's favorites. Keep your phone handy as she will take calls in the second half hour. 
On Saturday, Matt Kahn shares his philosophical perspective that everything is here to help you shift into your soul's true potential. Bringing you fascinating talk since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Seattle, Tacoma, Antwerp? That's right. We're streamed worldwide on our app and on the web at 1150kknw.com. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That... Getting naughty. Here's getting my naughty. phone. Oh, my well, Lord. Well, here's the phone for you, 877-825-8828. That's the number you need to be calling. Yeah, well, and I agree. I mean, if you're not going to dance on the dance floor, yeah. go home, for goodness sakes. I had so much fun uh, on Saturday. My dear friend Amy, we've been friends for about 25 years, approximately. We met at Evergreen Hospital. We were nurses together there. She now does research in neuroscience for the University of Washington. And... Um, her son got married, and his beautiful bride, Roshi's family, is Indian, East Indian. Mm-hmm. And so uh, there was a sea of gorgeous saris at this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful wedding. And then we all danced all night long. And I must say, I was very su- proud of Amy's side of the family because there we're just the few, you know, kind of white people in the room. And her f- ex-husband's side of the family danced from the moment that DJ started the music, awesome! I was impressed. And they were like doing break dancing and spinning on their backs. <laughs> and I was like, wow, good job. Your your family actually held up the part because we know the, the rest of the other, the bride's family danced all night long beautifully, of course. So, um, yeah, that was impressive. Did you take some notes and video so you can practice those moves? when? Well, I was married to a Middle Eastern man and, of course, East Indian and Iranian dancing or Persian dancing is different, but there's a similarity with your hands and the air. And I was talking so, about the break dancing moves. Oh first. no, <laughs> no, are you kidding? I'm not going to. I'm drop not kidding at all. All we have to do is bring in some cardboard, and you'll be good to go. <laughs> yeah, no, that's usually what they spin on back. Yeah, in the day. okay, you can do it, Vinny, but I'm not, not doing that. I'm <laughs> I not did like doing that. one move back, and then it was the centipede, and that was it. <laughs> I'll show you a video. Yeah, it was later, really, so. really fun. Yeah, and I, ha- I actually have a video on my Instagram of I some dancing. So you know guys want to check it out so who do we have next yeah we'll take chris calling in from federal way hello chris welcome to the show hello good morning hi good marie morning. how are you lovely thank you so much for asking what can i do for you oh good good uh i have some issues with letting go uh, really oh. your previous caller <laughs> oh i just um okay. i feel like major shift just on the cusp of right career and this um, new business I'm creating and also with my relationship Um, and I it's so funny my intuition tells me it's going to be very successful yeah absolutely I agree um, do you think I'd like run toward that Uh, (laughs) well you know there there is this uh, people don't really understand that that fear, whether it's fear of success or fear of failure, are the same thing. Fear is fear. You can dress it up any way you want to, put lipstick on it and a bow, but it still means the same thing. And really what we're afraid of is our magnificence. So it doesn't matter how it comes up in your rear view mirror, you're afraid of your magnificence. And so I love that you've determined that you need to let go. I couldn't agree more. You're super strong, very independent, can make things happen. So your new what if question is what if I let go? What if I easily surrender and get out of the way? 
That sounds good. So I want you to say I like it. That. I want you to say this out loud every hour. Wow. Okay. For like five minutes. Does that include the relationship I'm in? Well, see, I'm... letting go <laughs> covers everything. So you don't yeah. have to say it specifically to one thing. In fact, I would prefer that your mind doesn't determine what that means. And that's why I kind right. of like, I like them both. But what if I surrender and get out of the way? Because your brain doesn't really understand that. But the universe mm-hmm. does. And the universe will then, you know, help you with your subatomic particle mass to align in vibrational harmony with the vibration of that answer. And so you don't know what you need to let go of or surrender from. You're not supposed to know that. You're supposed to have faith and trust and get out of the way and be in alignment with the universe. Right. Right? Yeah. (laughs) And I love your hesitation because you're trying to get your brain to figure this out, and it can't. So please fire it. Don't, you know, thinking and analyzing slows frequency. So words like how and why and where and when are processing language. So do your best not to use that language. Be in a vibrational frequency as much as you can that will help you to open yourself up to a magnificent world. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay? Great. I appreciate the what if. That's okay. awesome. Good. I'll do that. All right. Have a great day. <laughs> Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks, Chris, for uh, joining us. And it's 877-825-8828 is the number for the Marie Menu Cherry Show. Let's travel out to Leavenworth, okay. where they have some great wineries. Ooh, and they some, do. Oh, yeah. see? Did I just hit your sweet spot right there? No, I, I'm really not a drinker, actually. <laughs> I'm just saying in general, you don't have to drink a no. lot. Just little sips wherever you go. Yeah, little sips. <laughs> that's what I, <laughs> that's what, that's that's what what I go to tastings about. because I'll be yeah. drunk, actually, but wow. after the first one. I'm such sure a lightweight. No, it doesn't matter. I'm a lightweight. You know, like <laughs> I when I open up a beer, I drink half. You know, if I go out with my girlfriends, I go, okay, I'm going to order this, but will you drink whatever I don't finish? Yeah, she's shopping and, and beer. I'm, I'm going to be wet. <laughs> yeah, I'll just have a few sips. You drink the rest. Yeah, that's fine. I yeah, got but back. I get to choose the beer. That's fine. Okay, <laughs> wonderful. All goes down one way. <laughs> Heather, thanks wonderful. for joining us from Leavenworth. And also, happy birthday. Oh, is it your birthday? Thank you. Oh, what happy a birthday. Great way to spend it, right? Right? In Leavenworth. Oh, yes. yeah. And I've seen Marie a few times. Oh, so. I usually live in Bonneville, but oh, I'm great. in Leavenworth with my right. friends. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know who you are. Yes, yeah. lovely. Okay, what can I do for you? Well, I actually don't have a question. I was just oh. calling to say it's my birthday, and I would like to know if you have anything to say. <laughs> well, I'm drawing out your energy as we speak. I really feel like, and I don't know what you're sensing exactly for your own you know, awareness and perspective, but I feel like you've kind of turned into a blank slate which is not an easy endeavor for you. I think that you tend Mm -hmm. to, you know, to stay in charge to some regard. I know you don't necessarily see yourself that way, but I think you're someone who observes your environment really well and keeps tabs on what's happening and what's not happening. And right now you're showing up as a blank slate, which I think is extremely healthy. I believe that people, really, when people allow themselves to detach, they are then allowed, they're allowing themselves anything and everything that's a potential, and of course in the highest good, because you're working very good at maintaining your vibration. So this is excellent. So, so there's nothing yet to capture, but this is probably the most profound moment when this happens in our lives, and it doesn't happen to everyone all the time. It doesn't even happen once in a lifetime for some people, because some people just never let go or ever mm. surrender. So yeah, you're in a blank canvas. So um, keep your vibration up. And keep loving yourself and appreciating and valuing yourself so that as the color comes in and the design and the texture into your energy system, it's more in, 
you know, alignment with your true, authentic purpose and self. That's awesome. Thank you yeah, so much. Yeah, have fun in Leavenworth. Yeah, babe. Okay. <laughs> right, bye-bye. Bye. She's already excited. She's still yeah. there. I mean, I would be too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's travel down to California. We have Priyanka joining us from Dublin, Ooh. California. So, Priyanka, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, Hi Mary. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Mary, so um, I'm a bit all over the place currently with my relationships, with my job, and I just wanted to ask if there's any message for me. Yeah. If there's anything that you sense. Actually, I just want to say your energy looks really, really good. And I know your brain is telling you that things aren't good and you're not happy and you're not fulfilled, which I'm not necessarily in disagreement with. But I think partially what's happening is that you're finally letting yourself feel whatever you're feeling. You know what I mean? Instead of pretending mm-hmm. everything's okay. And, and so this is actually really good for your energy system. So you're, you're not leaking any energy anywhere. In fact, you're having a massive increase of energy through the root, the crown, and your third eye because you're questioning things kind of for the first time in a way, um, which is really, really lovely and wonderful for you. But here's what you need to do in order to get the answers that you desire and to be able to move forward is you have to get happy. And, and I think that's kind of a foreign experience for you. I think that you have spent a lot of time in your life kind of focusing on the unhappy things. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So you have to stop that. And that means it could be happiness that you're looking out the window. You live in California. I'm sure it's beautiful there or, you know, (laughs) somewhere in California is going to be sunny and gorgeous. So Mm -hmm. I, I want you to do like as soon as I mentioned that you got happy, I could feel your energy increase. So every hour your job is to find something that brings you joy. One of the things I do is I do my very best to wear clothing, to have items in my home from coffee cups to the teapot that I use to the furniture that I have in the home. I want it to evoke a feeling of joy in my life. So so that when I walk around the house, because I work at home, when I walk around the home, when I'm looking at furniture, I go, oh my gosh, that's so pretty. Even if I've seen it a thousand times, I think it's really pretty. So I spend a lot of time picking what is in my home, on the walls, or even in my purse or on my body, just so that, because I'm very visual, and I think you are too. That's why I'm seeing that. So you, so it's yeah. important that you, you know, don't listen to what other people say. I remember when I moved into my the home I live in now four years ago, my kids had an idea of how they wanted the furniture in the great room, and they moved it all around, and it was really heavy furniture, so I was very happy they were all there helping me. But I, I don't like it this way. But as a mother, I want them to be happy, even though none of them were living there at the time. I wanted them to be happy, and I was so helpful that they were helping me. But I just said, I don't like it this way. And I moved it the way I like it because I'm the one who's going to. So this is the part you're, that you're working on is what makes you personally happy, not what is making other people happy, and I'm going to do that. You know what I mean? Because you've made a lot of decisions based on making other people happy in your life. And you're not allowed to do that any longer. It's not in your best okay. interest. Okay. Okay. That, that makes some sense. Yeah. Thank okay. you. Okay. You're welcome. And thanks, thanks. for calling in. And congratulations. Things are actually yeah. going in a good way. Okay. Thank you. All right. Yeah. You know, thanks, Priyanka. I think that's a confusing time when we have, sometimes we have a consciousness and we wake up about something like um, this beautiful caller is feeling uncomfortable about life, but she's actually letting herself question her life you know for maybe the first time or maybe the first time where she's aware of her questions and it's actually good for her energy 
even though she feels weird about it, um, or at least her brain tells her, we shouldn't be doing this, what's wrong with this, we should be happy, or whatever the deal is. So just know, all of our listeners, that when your life starts to change, when your consciousness starts to raise, your brain's going to probably be uncomfortable with it. This is why I think people should not listen to their thoughts. I really believe people should be connected to their emotional body, which is literally in your aura. It's not even in your physical form. But I often refer people to rest in their abdomen because the second chakra has a very close relationship to the second layer of your aura, which is the emotional response center. So if you start to rest in your abdomen or simply feel your feet, you know, get present far away from the brain (laughs) and connect to the auric field, the second layer of your aura. And you could even make a what if question. What if I authentically connect to my emotions? Hmm, Not your thoughts, not the brain. The brain's job is just to solve linear questions in the moment. Like I needed to make sure that I got to the radio station on time, even though Lisa wasn't in the car with me, because uh, that means I can't get into the carpool lane to get on the freeway, right? So that means I had to leave a little earlier, take a different route, sort of speak. But that's what my mind was needed for, not the analyzing of, what if I'm late to the radio station, which I have been a few times, and Vinny has taken care of it for me. So there's a difference between worrying and fear, which is not logical, by the way, um, and being in the present moment. Perfect. All right. It's uh, 877-825-8828 is the number for the Marie Manuchuri Show. We'll uh, head off to another caller here. And we have now Norma calling in from Woodenville. And uh, Norma, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. Oh, great, Norma. Are you in a bathroom somewhere? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you at work? I'm getting ready. Oh, you're getting ready. Okay, okay. You know. Like you need to. Come on. <laughs> you you are gorgeous, by the way. See? I don't know if I've ever met you, but I can see people when I read their energy, so I have an idea of what they look like, and you are really beautiful. Oh, that is so nice. Thank yeah, you. you're welcome, but it's true. You're very pretty. So what can I do for you? I'm just looking for a general reading. Um, I, I'm in the transition time of my life. We're about to move this month. And, and where are you yeah, guys going to move? We're moving to Bellingham. Oh, fun. I think that's a great move for you guys. Oh, good. Yeah. Do you feel the same? I do. I think... Because um, I don't think you do. <laughs> I, I just said this before. Like, or just, I was just telling your friend yesterday. Like, I think it was just myself and my husband. I'd be completely and utterly excited. Uh, but yeah, just having three young sons, like, and having them transition to schools and... How old are they? New friends and things. Um, they are 10, 12, and 14. Yeah, those are kind of iffy years in terms of kids, you know, with sports and classes. But they're boys. Boys yes. are better at making friends. I remember my dear friend Amy, again, who I spoke about earlier, and her son Brooks. Um, we would Because I have three daughters. She has two daughters and a son, and Brooks is her baby. And she goes, Marie, it's the weirdest thing. He asked me to drop him off at a basketball game in downtown Kirkland. This is when he was a teenager. And and he knows nobody there. He doesn't care. He gets in a game. They all are friends. Mm-hmm. They're all hanging out. They're playing basketball together. They're high-fiving each other. She said he got in the car, and she goes, ooh, who are your new friends? He goes, I don't know. I don't know their names. It's not like women. You know, women are like, we, we you know, two women can be in line at a grocery store, and we know a lot about each other before we get through the, the checkout. You know what I mean? Like, women have to have more of a... Um, a mental kind of bonding. But but men and boys don't really need that. They connect through sports and activities, and they don't Mm -hmm. have that weirdness that we have. So I think you're projecting your insecurities on your sons. I'm not saying that they're slightly uncomfortable. Yeah, they are a little uncomfortable, but they're going to be fine. They're going to go play basketball with someone or hockey or 
join a chess team or something really fun and just be their normal selves and be in the moment. Men know how to be in the moment more than women. Awesome. Because we to think know. too good much. Good to hear. Thank you. Okay. All right. So, oh, yeah. Well, do you have any homework? or? A, I think a, that's a your homework. Thing? Don't that's project it? your your insecurities onto your children, please. Okay. Okay. I can do that. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks, Norma, for calling in. 877-825-8828. Uh, we'll take one more caller. Before yes, one more before our next break. break. Sorry, my computer over here is doing funny things. So I, it's a little frozen at the moment, so I don't know what time it is. Oh, it's That's why I've been kind of like, yeah, thank you very much. It's behind me. I can't turn around. <laughs> uh, Joan from Seattle, welcome to the show, Joan. Oh, hi. Hi, Joan. How are thank you? Thank you. Thank you so, so much. Um, I'm really appreciating it today. Today. Good. I'm so glad that it's uh, of comfort or yeah, help yeah. in any way. I'm really grateful. So um, I have a, a medical question. Okay. Um, and it's my husband and I um, have been married almost 40 years. Well, congratulations, by We're the way. We're in our 70s. And you guys really still love each other. Yeah. I know. Oh, my Lord. I mean, Biddy and I, that's something we, like, aspire to have in our lives is oh. to be in love with someone for 40 years this still kind of turns you on even, you know, like you guys are very fortunate. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And your question is? So um, we, know that we started noticing that he was having some memory problems mm-hmm. last year, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit before that, mm-hmm. and uh, have been going to a wonderful uh, practitioner outside mm-hmm. of uh, outside of uh, Kaiser. Okay. And, um, and so uh, she's been doing great with him, giving us supplements. Okay, so she's a naturopath? um, She's a functional medicine uh, person, Ayurvedic. Uh Uh-huh, okay. And on the show. (laughs) She was on the show. Oh, great. Lovely. Mm -hmm. And and so we we also started doing uh, candida cleanse because he's had candida for for most of the time I've known him probably. Mm -hmm. And so we started this cleanse, and then he he had this big reaction about a month later Mm -hmm. that both of his... His whole body swelled up. It started with his right leg. Yeah. And then his whole body swelled up. And now every the left leg is okay, but the right leg is still a problem. Mm-hmm. And he just came out of the hospital with um, uh, sepsis. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. Cellulitis. Yeah, cellulitis is scary. Yeah, it's scary it very thing. scary. Yeah. So your question is? My question is, is uh, you know, what um, I'm doing as much as I think I know how to do. Right, yeah. Um, and uh, so is there anything else I should be doing or that, you know, I am a huge, huge fan. So of, you know, eat right for the blood type diet or even the plant paradox diet, especially if you're an O, A, B or he's B. He's actually uh, changed to a vegan from uh, a paleo. Do you know his blood type? Um, I, a, B maybe. Okay. So. So he does need some meat, in my opinion. Okay. And and did this happen in correlation to the changeover, or did he change after? He changed about a month after. Okay. Oh wait, wait a minute. Uh, no, before. Yeah, because I'm I'm getting that his reaction is is as related to some of the choices that you've made, which it it's not. It, he's had a detoxifying effect, and yeah. he was so toxic, unfortunately, that um it resulted in a, you know, a disease, a problem, right? right. Which, which is not common, but when you have a lot of toxins in your body and then you're breaking them down, sometimes people get sick. Yeah. So I'm just a huge fan of the Eat Right for Your Blood Type Diet. Do you have the book? 
I did, yeah. Mm-hmm. I And I just would recommend going back to that book, going back to the basics. ABs don't have to eat a lot of meat. And I'm not saying he even has to do, the, do that, but maybe cut off the other foods that are on the highly inflammatory list. So, so here's something that people don't always understand about blood. Blood is so unique that when someone needs a transfusion, uh, the, the blood bank has to deliver something that's as close of a match as possible because people can literally die from the factors in the blood if they don't match up. And they don't have to match up 100%, but they have to be, you know, like, I don't really know because I'm not a specialist in hemato- hematology, but... It's so specific and so significant. That's why I love this diet in terms of reducing inflammation and creating a healthier immune system. So so what I'm recommending is in the book, it'll say foods that are highly inflammatory. I recommend he doesn't eat those foods anymore and that he eats foods that are on the highly beneficial list. Okay. So that, that I think is going to make a huge change in a very short period of time because he is an AB, which means that he can consume meat. Um, the next step would be, if he, if he wants to, the plant paradox um, recommendation, which is even more um, severe, if you will, in terms of choices. However, the man who wrote the book, the cardiologist who wrote the book, who is the keynote speaker at the Sun Valley Wellness Festival this year, um, which is fantastic, uh, he has many, many case studies in his book of people who have really horrendous diseases who couldn't get well, and they got well by reducing their lectins. So now you have two you know, great resources of things that you can actually manage on your own, right? We get to choose the food we eat. Right, right. Right? So that's wonderful. So that's what I would recommend. Okay. And I do think he's recovering, by the way. You know, I know he's home, but I feel feel like his immune system is kicking in, which is lovely. Good, good. Okay? And then your job is, what if my husband's health is amazing? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Instead of worrying. Right. Great yeah. question, by the way. Great. Okay, and we're sending you great love. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great day. All right, well, thank you very much. 877-825-8828 is the number for the Marie Manuturi Show. Let's uh, take our last break of the hour, and we'll be right back. We have some low phone lines, so get in while you can, and we'll be right back with more. Cherry has had the pleasure and honor of shifting the vibration of thousands of clients and students from around the world. Her method, Divine Energy Medicine, is the art of raising the human energetic frequency, leading to mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health. During this two-day intensive course, you will discover how to read the energy of others while improving your relationship with yourself, Gain intuitive knowledge of the synergetic relationship between chakras and human feelings and identify energetic locations and actions of the energy centers. Join Marie on Saturday, March 23rd and Sunday, March 24th, 2019 in Vancouver, Washington and practice divine energy medicine to increase your ability to connect deeply with others. For more information, go to energyintuitive.com. Imagine, imagine being denied an apartment because of housing discrimination. It's so wrong. But who has the power to stop this? You do. 
the law is on your side. If you've been discriminated against because of race, color, religion, sex, national origin, disability, or familial status, file a complaint with HUD. Fair housing is your right. Use it. Visit HUD.gov slash fair housing. A public service message from HUD and the National Fair Housing Alliance. Having trouble picking up the Alternative Talk 1150 signal? Well, whether you live in Portugal or Puyallup, Tasmania or Tacoma, India or Issaquah, you can get Alternative Talk 1150 programming streamed live on your computer via our website, 1150kknw.com. It's true. Just visit 1150kknw.com and click on the Listen Live button. Make sure you have an audio player installed that will play streaming MP3 audio such as Winamp, iTunes, or current versions of Real Player or Windows Player. Visit our website for more details. Remember, that's 1150kknw.com. Join Marie October 19th through October 21st in Redmond, Washington for her annual Reiki workshop. This two and a half day Reiki workshop will attune you to all three levels of Reiki, including the master level, the necessary attunement to teach Reiki to others. Attunements will increase your body's vibrational frequency, allowing you to expand your emotional healing and spiritual growth as well as promote change in the body on a cellular level. Over the weekend, there will be guided meditations to deepen your intuitive awareness, as well as time for hands-on work. Marie will also discuss the chakra system, share her personal insights on energy medicine, and assist participants in understanding how to transmute these issues and use intention, the greatest tool for wellness, to heal all areas of human life. For more information, go to energyintuitive.com. Tell your friends about Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Rain Manu Cherry Show. Thank you, Benny. It's been fun dancing in the studio love today in is, my chair. Yeah, love is not simple. Oh, or it could be. What it if it is? Be. Well, according to the song. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so who do we have next on the sure. phone lines? <laughs> and that one with that one. <laughs> uh, let's take Nayan calling in from San Jose. Nayan, welcome to the show. Uh, hi. Hi, Mary. Hi. How are uh, you? I'm, I'm good. Good. Um, what can so I do for you? Uh, so actually, my main question is, I'm overall not happy at all in my life related to my work and uh, related. Uh, also, I've been trying to get married since long, but I've not been able to find the right companion. Right. And there's so, a sort of unhappiness in my life. Yeah. So you're happy. Is I'm just paraphrasing what you said. You're happy in your life. You, no, you, I'm not happy. Oh, you're not happy. Okay. With I, my work and everything. Oh, really? Okay. So quit. Hello, are you still there? <laughs> yeah, I'm not able to quit. Well, go find another job. I'm not able to know what I'm passionate about. Okay. That's, what that's, makes me happy. Yeah, so that's good. That's great. So what does make you happy? Because there has to be something that, like, you like food, right? Yeah, food makes me happy. I yeah. know. That's, that's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Do you cook? I don't get time. Okay, so you need to make time to do things that make you joyful. In order to be reminded of what joy feels like, you have to actually invest in it. It's like working out at the gym. 
you know, that the treadmill's not going to just plop us up out of bed and, you know, throw us on the treadmill with our tennies on. We literally have to go do that ourselves. So you have to do the same thing. You know that food and cooking makes you very happy. So you have to cook. Because once you start to vibrate that pleasant, joyful energy, then you're going to attract other things that bring you joyful. Then you're going to discover what brings you passion because passionate things are in a joyful vibration. And if you're not vibrating your energy in that frequency, you it's like having the lights off. You can't see anything. Okay. Does, does that make sense? Yeah. 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 So, so have your friends over, cook them dinner or start making food for them or cook food for an, an entire week for you. Take it to work because that'll make you happy if you're eating the food that you love at work. Try new recipes. It's actually simple, oh. but but human beings want to make it complicated. They want to make something like joy, which is really a, a, a feeling that children easily exhibit for no good reason. You know, adults just want to make it complicated. It's not a complicated thing, but you have to invest your energy in the experience of it so that you can remember what it feels like and start letting it be a part of your receptive um, particle mass. In other words, if you're happy, you're going to start to receive more happiness. If you're sad and you don't do anything to be happy, you're just going to keep receiving sadness. Okay. Okay? Yeah. All right. Okay, that's your homework. Yeah, okay, I'll do that. (laughs) Okay, thank you so much. I wish I lived close because then you could actually cook for me. And Benny, send it into the radio station. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Oh, my Lord. At the wedding, the family of the bride made all the food for their 300 guests. Wow. And it was delicious. I'm sure I mean, it rocked. It was delicious. I went for seconds. And I'm not like a second person. You're, no, you've never really been a second kind of I'm not a second kind of person. I just, yeah. you know, I eat. And I like I like food, but I like really healthy food. <laughs> and usually when I'm at a wedding, the food's, eh, it's okay. Cause, and, I, and I eat, like, particular like yeah. i don't eat potatoes unless they're sweet potatoes i've like all choosy. these rules Something yeah rules. okay i went back for seconds in fact i i wish I, re- I regret that when the mother of the bride asked me if i wanted to take some food home that i said no <laughs> i'm like i've thought about it since saturday i'm like why didn't you i say always yes. have to take a plate i should have said it's yes disrespectful even i if agree you don't, just take it I just Even figured, if you don't eat it. Well, I, yeah, no, I just figured she had so much family probably that flew in from around the country that she had to feed all yeah. those people until they went home. Yeah. And so I did want to take a, a plate of food, but I could have really, brought it to me. <laughs> it was so delicious. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> okay, who do we have next? Yeah, we'll take Kelly calling in from Wyoming. Hello, Kelly. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, guys. Hi, Kelly. How are you? I'm good. 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 What um, can I do for you? Well, I've been having some high breath blood pressure and I've never had that before and I don't mm-hmm. know the best way to try and reduce it. Yeah. Yeah. So how stressed are you? Very. Yeah. So <laughs> guess what reduces blood pressure? I know. I know. Okay. So why aren't you doing the things that you need to do to reduce your stress? Since you know that you're stressed, that means you know what is stressing you out too, right? Um, I do. I, I, I We're just kind of up with my oldest son and some um, out-of-home placement for bad behavior, and mm. it's, we still we have to show up for all these things. And mm-hmm. so until we get through that, I don't see mm-hmm. it reducing. Uh, how long has he been gone? He has been gone for about a month, and we're looking at probably five more months. Okay. And w- do you mind sharing what the bad behavior was, or just give me a category about it? Oh, I don't mind at all. He um, actually had gotten in trouble for 
um, marijuana at school. So? And then just kind of was going down the wrong road of speaking out. Okay, these are normal activities that teenagers do. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand why. Because my first impression was, why is he out of the home? I smoked pot. Did you smoke pot when you were a teenager? Okay, you don't have to answer the oh, question. I Okay, well, I did. I smoked pot when I was a teenager. In fact, what I used to do, and of course the pot today is very different, although I haven't. I did not inhale. <laughs> no, I inhaled. I inhaled. <laughs> um, but I haven't smoked pot since high school because I, I don't really like it, but I, you know, whatever. My friends and I would buy a joint as soon as we got out of the car at Tillicum <laughs> Junior High. We'd, bu- we'd spend a dollar for a joint. That's how much it cost back in the day. We'd go in the bathroom and stand in the stalls and smoke pot before homeroom. So here's what I think. I think you and your husband jumped the gun. I think that the both of you made a critical mischoice. I think you um, should have your son come home. And I don't think that you're, I don't think this is helping him. And I think that's why you're so uncomfortable with this whole entire thing is because he really didn't do anything that was that abnormal for a teenager. And here's the deal. This is what I told my kids anyway. Do the stuff that you need to do before you go to college. Because a lot of their friends who had very strict parents, when they got to college, they really went crazy. And you don't want to go crazy in college because it's a lot more serious. There's way more drugs. You're definitely going to have sex. And so you, you want to have some experiences that help you before you get to college when your parents are available. So I think you and your husband made a poor choice personally, and I know that's terrible for me to say, but I think you need to reevaluate this, and I think you need to get your son home, and I think you need to let him be a kid with healthy boundaries. Okay? Well, the courts totally ripped them out of the home. I mean, we had no choice now. I have really? no choice now. Yeah, like it was like... But you have a I choice now, like right? Me. You have a choice now. No. Really? Now? No. So he, like, so he is in the custody of... So um, I'm sorry I gave it, you all this terrible grief when really you had nothing to do with it. No. Huh. So do you think you can leave Wyoming? Because that's crazy. Um, I would love to leave Wyoming, actually. Right. We talked love about to. this before, right? No. Uh-uh. Well, I'm in terms of leaving certain things, uh-huh. right? Um, no. Okay. All right. Okay. No. I believe you. <laughs> I believe you. Um, when your son comes out, I think you guys need to seriously reevaluate where you're going to live. Because okay. he can't be subjected to this type of harsh, you know, harshness when he's done things that kids around the country do all the time and don't go to, you know, kid jail for it, you know, or kid camp right. or whatever you want to call it. Right. Yeah. And I do agree with everything you're saying. I agree. Okay. And I'm yeah. so sorry that I was so hard on you. Um, oh, it's okay. Yeah. Well, no, you don't need it. You've already got enough grief going on. So I'm very sorry. And I just think that we need to get him home as soon as possible and... Then consider moving or having him go live with, I don't know, maybe Seattle, (laughs) but someplace where they're not, because see, the thing about the town you're living in is they got him on the radar now and they're going to be watching him and that means he has no wiggle room. So I want you to consider moving or sending him to grandma's house if it's out of the state. Okay. Okay. And I'm very, very sorry. I'm going to send tons of love and light to you and your family. Okay. Thank you. I right. appreciate that. Okay. Thank you so much. And thank you, everybody, for listening to the show. Yeah. If you, if you live in Wyoming, uh, don't let your kids get in trouble. <laughs> That's for sure. I mean, I know you have no control over this. I certainly did not. We wish everyone beautiful and joyful blessings. Until next time. Bye-bye.